Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Forever. Dog. You won't be the same once you meet her. This week on the podcast, Christopher Pike's Sati. Hello, welcome to Team Creeps, the podcast that discusses YA pulp fiction. I'm one of your hosts, Lindsay Kaitai. I'm another one of your hosts, Kelly Nugent. And today we are talking about Sati by Christopher Pike, one of his, uh, or his first adult novel. Yes, I debut adult novel. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Published by Tor, I think. Um, T-O-R. I did read this as a teenager. Mm. and really enjoyed it uh as as we talked about by text it's like do you like books just where it's lectures on meditation then you'll like this <laughs> if you don't yeah. you probably won't <laughs> i will say this was the most calming book we've read i felt really like i did feel really grounded and happy after i, I was, it. I yeah, was like I yeah was just, life is joyful i was just like very sleepy like also, I think it was that I was just generally sleepy because I haven't been getting enough sleep lately. Sure. But I was just very, like, dreamy while I was reading it. Mm-hmm. I was just, like, nah, just taking it in. Um, I personally don't – I have trouble connecting to – well, there's a, two, like, tropes that I have – not tropes, but, like, things that I have trouble connecting to personally. It's just, like, a personal thing. Mm-hmm. Um, whenever it is, like – someone like a wise teacher mm-hmm. i'm like i don't i hate i i think i just hate authority i i don't know <laughs> i'm just like who the fuck do you think you are like uh fucking god kelly i know she but thinks like, she's got and she is she's but god. like also i don't know like Spoiler. there i i think i also don't like and it's any kind of text that has okay this person is teaching this thing and they've just got all the answers to everything and like this other person's at like everyone's asking questions and no one can stump them. And like I just that doesn't work for me because I'm just very like no one has all the answers. But I mean, the conceit of it is that she's God. So like, of course, she does. And then I will say it's not as though. Yeah, I don't come away from it like, wow, she was able to answer absolutely every question with like no problems. And like she really got them. It's like. It's very open to interpretation whether or not you think her answer is sufficient, has sufficiently addressed the question. But also, like, in meditation lectures, they're, like, they're never going to be able to, like, be like, no, here is definitely the answer. It's all just, like, you have to come at it, like, you're doing the work. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I will say, like, having read a lot of 
books about meditation or um, Buddhism. As far as that goes, this is like an excellent primer. (laughs) 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 Except for the whole like there is an entity. Yes, it was very God. There's God. There is like a God. It is a like singularity. But then it, she does also say, like, we're all God, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. It's just that, like, yeah, you won't generally find it uh, in a Buddhist meditation. I mean, you you definitely won't be, like, hearing somebody say, I am God, and also here are Buddhist teachings. Right, 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 right. But yeah, it was it was very, like, like particularly, aren't, aren't I supposed to clear my mind of thoughts? It's like, well, yes and no. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. It was a, it was a pretty good primer for meditation. It's like, yeah, I I felt like that was, it felt accurate. And it's so funny because I've actually like narrated a lot of books on meditation. <laughs> but it's funny. So you also, were her. <laughs> I was her. I also just don't, and this this is a personal thing. This is not like, I don't think that this is a mark on if a, if a book is good or bad. But like whenever there's supposed to be this like very wise, all-knowing being that's like providing the truth and everything, I just keep thinking, okay, but like a person wrote this. So like in their head, they're like, I have the answer and it's this. I, I don't know. Like it's it's still. I totally understand it's like, that. It's like, a, it's like the movie about the best song. Well, so now you have to write the fucking best song. Yeah. It's like you've, you've got to approach it. In order not to be like, well, fuck you. It's kind of like, <sighs> to me, this is a more for, <laughs> you just have to approach it of like, imagine a world where this is the ultimate right, answer exactly. instead of, instead of, no, this is actually like the best song ever written. Right. It's kind of like, I mean, I don't extend this same courtesy to like Da Vinci Code where it's like, he's the best code breaker. Just like, imagine a world where this yeah. man really is the best code breaker. Instead, yeah. I'm like, I fucking broke the code before you. Fuck you. Yeah. Exactly. It's like, but I you, knew what the code was. You do have to cut, like, or one should approach a work on its own terms right. instead of, like, well, but is it the ultimate truth of yeah. the universe? Because <laughs> yeah. it's like, yeah, it is just a person writing and it's not like they yeah. know. And it's a work of fiction. And it's yeah. like, although, and that's the other thing is that, like, I can't read self-help books. Like, I don't. Whereas I like, mm, I love self-help books. I can't stand self-help books. I don't know why. Not all self-help books, but I do generally. You don't like, like lean reading in? them. Uh, <laughs> in fairness, I've never tried to read lean in. <laughs> um, I don't know. Like, I just. So, yeah, this is a very, like, subjective, like, yes. even more so than than the, the genre we generally cover as a whole. Like, yes. And the story to Sati is pretty thin. I could mm-hmm. use more of a story mm-hmm. personally, but I just, I, I, I'm I like, mm, the warm little bath for me. <laughs> oh, to the bath. I mean, and then you realize the water's warm and it's always been warm. Yep. There you go. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know why those like larger. The, the... <laughs> One moment where I was like, all right, book was when she's like cracking up at her own joke. Oh my she's God. like, why would a bubble be filled with air? <laughs> And then everyone can't help but laugh and laugh and laugh and laugh. What the fuck? And everyone's like, oh my God, it is so funny. We can't help but laugh and laugh and laugh also. And I was like, I guess. I don't know. Not though. I mean, maybe you're laughing because she's laughing and it's just like, why are you laughing so so much? Yeah. Um, And then it's like her face was red for like pages from how funny. And I was was. like, God, you have a terrible (laughs) sense of humor. (laughs) 
That was not funny. It's not that funny. You know what? She can see some humor that where you're just not seeing because she's God. That's what it is. She, yeah. she, this is like 4D humor. Yes. And 4D humor. 3D. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, so I have what's on Goodreads, which is... It's probably the same as the copy I read. Really weird. <laughs> okay. I'll just read. Oh, is it the like little... Yeah, but it Sections. keeps saying yeah. over and over again. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. My, I'll read it just if we want. I'm going to skip this first thing. But Michael picks up a young hitchhiker in the Arizona desert, bringing her home and letting her sleep on his couch. The next day, she talks about being God and strange things begin to happen to everyone coming in contact with her. Dot, dot, dot. And I think that's where it should end. But then it says, Sati. I once knew this girl who thought she was God. She didn't give sight to the blind or raise the dead. She didn't even teach anything, not really. And she never told me anything I probably didn't already know. Sati. On the other hand, she didn't expect to be worshipped, nor did she ask for money. Given her high opinion of herself, some might call that a miracle. Sati. I don't know. Maybe she was God. Her name was Sati. I think there's some like formatting problem. And she had blonde hair and blue eyes. Sati. For all who meet her, Sati will change everything. Sati may change everything for you. Here's, here's a better description. Please. And I don't, this isn't the description on the back of my book, but it's a, it is, a, gives the plot better. And uh, from Publishers Weekly, does God okay. exist? Is she a blonde, blue eyed woman named Sati encountered hitchhiking in the Arizona desert where she is picked up by Michael, a long haul trucker at odds with life? The questions crystallize back in Los Angeles at the trucker's ramshackle apartment when Sati declares she is the deity and sets about proving it. No miracles, but changes come about for a motley cast a dying AIDS victim, a drug dealer, sort of. A fundamentalist really. preacher-ish. Michael's estranged wife and their little daughter. Each is attracted to Sasti's beautiful simplicity, though they confront and challenge her. When her life is terminated violently, wow, give away the ending. They realize yeah. she had given us a taste of, quote, given us a taste of our inner silence, a taste of ourselves. The ancient hope for redemption is recast in this sprightly contemporary parable, the first adult <laughs> novel from a best-selling author of young adult fiction. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's... That is pretty accurate, yeah. Yeah, so just like a quick rundown of the plot. And I... for I liked the beginning, actually. Yeah, that's why I'm like, I want more of the story. I like the story. I like the characters. Um, I just didn't need all stereotypical, the But that's okay. I mean, they're still like... They're, they're fully realized emotionally, mm -hmm. even if like they're drawn in kind of a surface level stereotype. Yeah, like the if we were to describe them, it would sound stereotypical. But when you read it, it's not. They feel like because they real feel people. lived in. Yeah, 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 exactly. It's like, <laughs> but if you were to say to somebody like, "Hey, what do you think happens with the gay character? Do you think that they have AIDS and yeah. die?" You're correct. Hey, what do you think is up with the black character? Do you think he, you know, grew up with a single mom and had a gang past and dealt drugs for a while? Yep. That is mm -hmm. also the answer. Mm -hmm. Hey, what do you think happens with the white characters that they have a variation of backgrounds? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I mean, this was published in 91. Yeah. And I think it's like commendable that he had a diverse yeah. cast. Yeah. In I that agree. time. Oh, yeah. And hey, what do you think happens with the Mexican character? Do you think that she's an undocumented immigrant and that <laughs> she's Catholic and... And she's like quiet and having actually. A baby I would out say her character is not <laughs> not as not anything. Also, she's like barely in it. Yeah, yeah, she's barely in it. So she, it's like she's not 
as fleshed out because she's like not really. She's there. not one of the main characters. Right. She's right. Um, she's Nick's mostly girlfriend who is the the black character with a gang past. Um, <laughs> and a big star. Their like, like personalities Omar. offset the stereotypical nature of their background. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. There's that. Yeah. And I liked their relationships. Like I liked that they were a little family, and I thought that was sweet. Um, and it's the white rich guy who's the bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> he was bad. He was bad. Like, but also, you know, bad but not evil. Like he he's the villain of the piece in that he kills Sati, but it's also because he was like trying to prove she was God yeah. to himself because he's kind of like freaking out about all the feelings that her like meditations brought up within himself of like, oh, if this is all, if if like this is what really matters, why have I been just, just chasing money and I kind of feel like shit about it? And so I need to know whether she's God or not. Yeah. I mean, it's not the best way to deal with those feelings. No, 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 <laughs> no, no, he's no, not, no. He's not like he's a completely not also, he's evil. Not evil. He's not like yeah. arch evil. Yeah. Like, yeah. He's flawed. <laughs> he's a very flawed. He's More flawed, flawed than others. Uh, manslaughterer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Or like second degree murder or something. Yeah, but he, yeah, he does murder Sati, um, yeah, and he it's also like her orange juice with cyanide because he wants to see whether or not she can live. And it's also based that. off of a mishearing too, because she was like, yeah. "I can almost drink poison," and he hears from someone else that she, she said can she could drink poison, yeah. and no one corrected it. And so he was like, "Okay, I guess she can drink poison." It's like, let's see if that's true. If she said it, we'll have her prove it. Yeah. And I think I think he must have really believed that she would live through it because he wouldn't have he wasn't just like willing to kill her. It wasn't nothing to him that she would die. He's sad that he did it. He's freaked out. Yeah. He's really freaked out. Um yeah. Yeah. Um I but I I really liked the, the beginning part I really liked and I was like very sucked into it. Like it's this trucker guy and He's going through a divorce and he has a little kid and he yeah, picks up Sati. Yeah. And um, there's something interesting about her. I think it's when I fell off was just during those really long lecture discussion things. Like, sure. And it kind of stops being a story at that point or much of a story. Right. Because it's more just like discussing. <laughs> yep things and then we get back to the story and i was like back into it and when things were happening because like also it was so funny right as i texted you about like the lecture stuff i got to the part where the freaking priest is like oh, well, let's yeah. prove it and i was like oh my god <laughs> like freak get away and i love that everyone's like oh my god stop what are you doing and even the old lady that brought him is like um no <laughs> did not see this coming yeah i know <laughs> This episode is brought to you by Wild Grain. What the freak is Wild Grain, you might ask? Well, if you keep listening, then the answer will come to you, so stop being so impatient. Wild Grain is the first ever Bake From Frozen subscription box for sourdough breads, fresh pastas, and artisanal pastries. And every item bakes from frozen in 25 minutes or less, no thawing required. The team at Wild Grain just sent me a new box. There was so much freaky yummy stuff inside. Let me tell you all about it. And also, okay, we've been talking lately about like maybe you are new to cooking or you don't really know about cooking. This is a perfect way for you to trick people into thinking that you are very good at cooking and baking. Because I had delicious like bake from frozen croissants, um, this like cheese sourdough bread loaf. Um, there's like a walnut sourdough loaf. They come out so crispy and delicious and totally made to impress. 
There were also some fresh pastas in there, which I definitely made. And I served it to my mother and she was like, oh my God, this is so good. And I was like, yes. And I did not tell her it was wild grain, although maybe I should have because they're sponsored. (laughs) But now you can fully customize your wild grain box so you can get any combination of breads, pastas, and pastries that you like. If you want a box of all bread, all pasta, or all pastries, you can have it. Plus, for limited time, you can get 30 bucks off of that first box. Plus, free croissants in every box when you go to wildgrain.com slash teencreeps to start your subscription. And those croissants are good. You heard me. Free croissants in every box, okay? And 30 bucks off your first box when you go to wildgrain.com slash teencreeps. That's wildgrain.com slash teencreeps. Or you can use promo code teencreeps at checkout. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. So what I'm talking about is, so there's like a series of lectures that she keeps having yeah, she's have she's leading meetings and meetings. she does have very mother god vibes. And that was <laughs> the other that documentary thing. I just kept thinking of mother god. Yeah. And then literally at the end it said mother sati and I was like, "Oh my god." It is it's it's mother god if mother if if that if Amy Carlson were actually god, which Yeah. She was Maybe. not. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, she also got poisoned. She did. But slowly Colloidal and over silver. time and also by herself. And alcohol. Um yeah, colloidal silver is what, yeah, and alcohol. I think her liver was failing as well. But the colloidal silver did not help. No, she literally turned blue. Yeah. The fact that they kept giving it to her when she was turning blue is wild. Because they, they like, say in the beginning of the documentary, um, by the way, there's the documentary is called Love. Love is One. Love is One. The cult that was of the, the name of the God. cult. Um, they say in the beginning, they're like... <laughs> It only turns you blue if you're using it wrong. But then they keep giving it And she's to her. literally And blue. it's like, well, then you're using it wrong. You're giving her way too much. And But they're telling themselves, well, it's because she's God. She can take that much and she needs that much. And also, but like, this is the other thing. It's that like she at one point stops being able to feed herself, move around or do anything. And then at one point she was like, I think I need to go to the doctor. Yeah, and they like were like, no. Them. So I think these people should be held accountable. They are all interviewed by the police trying to figure out what, and but the what fact the that like happened? no one really suffers consequences is is k- kind of wild. But they can't really. It's like according to them that she begged to go to a hospital. Like all of the evidence points to her choosing this demise. I so I don't know. But that the one dude is under house arrest the whole time. So <laughs> maybe he. <laughs> Something happens with it. I don't know. That, that documentary, documentary is fucking wild. Is it's also really interesting too because most documentaries are like interviewing people who are like, yeah, I got out of it. That was crazy. But yeah. these people are still they're in it. They're still, like, they're like, mom, that yeah. I'm like, stop calling your mom. Yeah, and then mom died, and that was really hard on all of us. Well, her but vessel you know, died. She's back. Yeah, her vessel died, but and we knew we couldn't take her to a 3D hospital. And blah, oh blah, my blah, God, blah, blah, 3D, 3D hospital. hospital, 3D hospital, like, 3D medicine, saying? 3D doctors. And I'm like, what is this 3D? What are you talking about? <laughs> and the fact that they were transporting her dead body for like a week. I was like, what is going on? And they're all saying, and she was still warm and she's still registering like electro. Oh my God, the electromagnetic thing. And I'm like, thing. okay, guys, whatever <laughs> you're telling yourself is like 
fucking bonkers. But I but feel yeah, like the that, fact that they all still believe uh, it and they all kind of like are still following her. Yes, her te- teachings. And her teachings are fucking crazy. She says They're she's crazy. cute at one point. Yes. She says she's Robin cute. Robin Williams talks through her. And that Robin, yeah, wa- Leave him Robin out Williams of is one of the, the like fucking ancients that they consult all the time. I mean, so unfair to do that to Robin Williams. I know. And Leave him out. Leave him out of, of this. this. <laughs> yeah. But then also they're like, and Trump. And I'm like, but he's yeah, alive. Like, no, <laughs> stop. But you've lost me. I might have been yeah. along for the colloidal silver bullshit, but like, oh, no. yeah, maybe I'd have been there drinking it with you. Um, and starving myself, but as soon as you're like, oh, and Robin Williams is telling us that Trump is uh, one of us, I'm like, no, 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 yeah, no, 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 I'm no, gonna peace no. out. I'm gone. Yeah, like it was also so interesting too, because like she, oh my god, sorry, I just got distracted by when they show like her poster board that she made. And it's just like cutouts of like the different people. <sighs> so embarrassing. The most it's, low rent, so religion, bad. like so bad. <sighs> I would say like, because the the twin flame people aren't exactly a religion. They're more like no. a multi level marketing scheme. They're MLM, but also like love. a state of mind. Yeah, <laughs> they're like life coaches. <laughs> yes, um, she is like truly saying she's God. Oh my god, the fucking reveal like episode four that she actually has children. I was I like, couldn't believe that she had kids. What? <laughs> I couldn't believe she I had was kids. shocked. And that she fucking ditched her kids to do this. A lot and of those are, people. They seem like such good kids. They seemed kids. like good kids. They like, seem like good kids. I don't kids. know. I don't know why she did this, but I'm trying to like forgive her. And they seem like so therapized. The grandma did a good job. I know. Raising them. I know. I guess. The, she, it, it was really interesting seeing like the, because it's interesting seeing, like, the pathology of, like, different cults and, like, the members of those cults. Like, why do they turn to this? Why do they believe this? It really seems like this cult is just, you know, when people, like, permatrip, it's just a bunch of those people. Like, it's a bunch of people yeah, just... who did the wrong kind or amount or combination of psychedelics and just and then kept, kept doing them. being in that state. And I think that that is what they're yeah. doing aren't they just constantly they're constantly high yeah taking drugs yeah yeah and drunk i mean she's always drinking <sighs> she's re- she is like hardcore i don't know i just <laughs> would have trouble believing that my god is an alcoholic yeah well and like also just seeing the videos too <laughs> like, i don't think my god needs that and the story they're telling themselves is like well she needs it to deal with the intense like negative vibrational energy of being on earth and i'm like mm, but she's, but she's god so just like deal with like and then also so like whereas sati in the book is like i can i can deal with anything like you can't upset yeah. me i can deal with anything yeah exactly i can almost drink poison can almost drink poison she can drink sour milk she can and she won't get we sick. know that but she uh-huh. can't drink cyanide straight up cyanide yeah yeah love is one is on hbo i think yeah it max oh i'm eat. never gonna call it's it that max. i'm sorry <laughs> um i know it's like calling twitter x <laughs> yeah I can't. I just um, can't. The, uh, but yeah, in this, Sati's like. It's all happening. On <laughs> in this, Sati's like very calm, very like, it felt like Mother God, but then also not. Like it would be if Mother God, if she was actually saying anything of substance, because like 
Yeah. From Mother God, she's just like drunkenly raving <laughs> about yeah. shit and everyone's like, wow, amazing. And she's like yelling yeah. at them constantly and throwing and throwing things up at them. And they're like, yeah, it was sometimes hard to take mom's uh, fits of rage. And I'm like, what the fuck? How did you ever think that this was God? But I guess God in the Bible is pretty angry. Oh, Old Testament God? Scary. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um... New Testament God, not really present. Not, not really. It's more about uh, his son, I guess. It's more about <laughs> Jesus. Uh, but yeah, so the thing that we're talking about is like, so she's having these like meetings um, and the woman who owns the apartment or runs the, or she's like is manager. The manager. She's the manager. Of manager the of the apartment building. building. Um, she's Christian. I did like, I really appreciated. So, okay. the, the So Michael is the main uh-huh. character. He went to high school with David, who owns the apartment complex mm-hmm. and a lot of other properties and is wealthy and is the guy who eventually poisoned mm-hmm. Santi. Um, and then he also went to high school with Nick, who is the the black character with the gang background who builds beautiful fireplaces. Um, and he lives in the apartment building as well. Right? Yeah. Does Nick live there? Yes, he lives downstairs. Yeah, Nick lives there with mm-hmm. Mary. And then Timmy or Timmy. Timmy is uh, the gay character who is dying of AIDS. Yeah, he lives like across the way. And he lives there too. And he is supposedly the handyman of the apartment building. Mm -hmm. And David, for all that he is like obsessed with wealth, lets all of his friends live there very cheaply. Even and and makes and pays Mrs. Hutchinson to be the manager, even though she's like she has very bad arthritis, can't move around very well, and pays Timmy to be the electrician handyman guy, even though like he's so sick that he can't do any work. And so basically, he is like just running this like charity house for his pals and people he he cares mm-hmm. for. So he is like a very loving person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and is always making sure that, and just always trying to make sure that Timmy is taking good care of himself, and is like very concerned about his health, and so yeah, he he's very loyal to his friends. Mm -hmm. He just also he just wants to make a lot of greedy about money. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Complicated, complicated. Yeah. Yeah, but so it's Mrs. Hutchinson who's very very devoutly Christian, hates that Sati is saying she's God, and brings her her new minister to the meeting, Reverend Green. Mm-hmm. He's a real freak, I think. Who turns out to be a real freak. Yeah, he, like, he has a suitcase he comes in with, and he's like, first he's just like being very challenging and annoying. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, prove it. What if I, because she's like, I could be. Yeah, if you can withstand suffering. Yeah, she's like, I could be. Or nailed. he's like, but Jesus suffered for our sins. And she's like, I didn't yeah. suffer. And he's like, you're saying you're Jesus. And she's like, mm. and she's like, I could be nailed to a cross smiling. And then he's like, prove it. And he gets on a, a hammer and a nail. Big old nail. And he's like, I'm going to hammer your hand. And everyone's like, what the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> and they're like, bro, 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 bro. <laughs> and he's like, I'll do it. And she's like, do it. Do yeah, it. she's like, do let it. him. I will let smile. I'm going to smile right through it. <laughs> And I do believe she would have smiled through it. I think she would have. But the point is that she knew he would never do it. And that he, and that her telling him to do it would completely unmake him. Yeah. And it does. He, like, Which loses does. his mind, yeah. leaves the church, just becomes a... In the yeah. best way. Like, he... he ba- I mean, he, like, loses his religion, essentially, and just becomes, like, an actually good yeah. person. Yeah. He, like, 
focuses more on because the thing was that even though he was like fundamentalist Christian, he did care about he did good work. Yeah, like yeah. care about like kids and like trying to help people. And I think once he like removed that aspect of it. Yeah, the dog. Yeah, he was able to just be like a surfing guy that has a charity. <laughs> yeah, yeah, cool surfer dude who runs a halfway yeah. house for for yeah, children. Great. Yeah, good, good for, for him. him. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that moment is really interesting. That definitely spices up the meetings. <laughs> yeah, and so I think like I kind of got back on board at that point, and then there was like more story, and then there was like some more lecturing, and then I was like, okay, I'm not like that much into that so I, I was fine um and then i think overall i did like this book because it was you know it was it was inoffensive like it wasn't like i wasn't like oh this is a bad book yeah it's, it's not, not. It, I, I think it could use a little more story yeah. and i liked the story that I was think there. her teachings are a little uh, what basic yeah i yeah. don't know but basic is Fine. There's nothing wrong with basic. I I was like really glad that I reread it because I was like, yeah, I needed to be reminded of some of this yeah. stuff. Yeah. I mean, I and this was the other thing. Like, I didn't necessarily agree with like 100 percent of the teachings, but that doesn't make it bad. You know, like I was just like, oh yeah, yeah. I just don't ascribe yeah. to this, but it was a fine text. I and I. It's not so much so that I'd be like, oh, someone is idiotic for believing this. You know, it's not like. Yeah, it's just about meditating. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like. <laughs> and find like being still and right. quiet and reconnect and grounding yeah. yourself. So it's like, ain't nothing no. wrong with and that. And how healing, because it can be healing to like be still and quiet. It's nice. Mm -hmm. And people in the meetings are like, like particularly Michael's ex-wife, Linda, or almost ex-wife. Linda is asking her all these questions like, well, but but what about this and what about that? And I, I get a lot of good out of visualizing and Sati's like, great, you don't actually need to visualize anything. But if that's what helps you, go for it. Yeah. I, I It's just about sitting and being quiet. I did actually really like that conversation because I actually, that part I do ascribe to where it's like, if it works for you, then do it. And yeah, what she was really wanting to hear was what is correct and it's like well there is no yeah. correct i don't know it's like if you like it then do it it's not necessary i don't think everybody has to do it but like if you like it then it does have value and i i do really believe like that um so i liked i liked that part because that what lori is that her name linda, linda. lori's the <laughs> Lori's that oh, other girly. Yeah. Lori. Oh, I forgot about Fred and Lori entirely. <laughs> I didn't even listen. I know. Uh, Fred is like a teenager who who uh, delivers papers and is in this <laughs> loveless relationship with this other teen teenager, Lori, who um, doesn't really care about him, sleeps with other people, and is trying to sleep with Michael. Um, and then... <laughs> Eventually, because she like, she like is sort of brought to a higher level of maturity by listen listening to Sati's teachings, fully commits to Fred and the relationship, but it brings a lot of fighting between them. And Fred's like, "Whoa, oh. I know." Um, but it is like ultimately good, and they they figure out that they love each other even though they fight. And I don't know. I don't think they should be together. 
It doesn't seem like so great, but like he loves her and I guess she cares about him and they're finding something that yeah. works. Yeah. Uh, but it definitely doesn't seem like they need to stay no, together. You can, I mean, maybe you should just be friends. <laughs> like, go find somebody who like truly yeah, loves who treats you. you nicely. <laughs> yeah. So that's a little that funny. funny. Um, I appreciated. I appreciated sort of the like smallness of a story yeah. about God, where it's like she just like showed up to for these people to this mm-hmm. one particular group of people, and and especially Michael. And I kind of like really just liked that. That she was like, yeah, I came here for you. And, and he was like, why? And, and she was like, well, why are you holding on to Linda? And, and he, like, has this whole realization that he started dating Linda right after his mom died in high school. And that it helped it, him get through losing his mom. And so now if he loses Linda, it's like losing his mom all over again. And Sati's like, but you never lost me. I'm here. I'm, I'm your mom. I'm your ultimate mother. And he and she just like gives him a big hug and he cries it out and it's like just like really small and quiet and ni- nice mm-hmm. but like life changing for him and that's what he needed. I liked his little dream that he had. Oh, I loved the dream when Sati was there. It's just like really sweet. Yeah, it's just him and, and his wholesome. friends playing <laughs> uh, little league and like yeah, um, eating hot dogs at a cookout afterwards. And his yeah. mom is there cheering him on and um. Yeah, he has a dream that they're all little kids in a, like, little league. Him, Nick, and David, and Timmy. Mm-hmm. And that David is always on the opposing team. And and the mom is like, well, you should invite him to play on your team now and then. Yeah, and then at the end when they're all and hanging then, out, he's like, oh, I forgot that he was on the other, that I was mad at him. Yeah. Which was nice. And it's just this nice little metaphor. I don't know. It's a little allegory. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it was really nice. Um, I I also like how small it was. Like, I like, I don't like when stories are too big, especially when it then also concerns, like, general philosophical, metaphysical stuff where I'm just like, I need some connection to humanity and humans for me to care. Or, or, you know, I don't know, like, personalities or something. Um, And so I liked that even though it was a story about God coming back, it was these, it was how it, we, we saw how it affected just, just these people's lives. It wasn't like a mass healing thing or, you know. Yeah. It was more like God came back to make some small correctional ripples. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I, yeah. She just came to like affect this little group and then hopefully that group affects their group and then that group. And and just like, it kind of like is a story about how like, if you improve your vibes, it'll improve the vibes of those around you. And that's why social media is bad. Yeah. I, I will say I... Because all it does is... Dis, uh, what is the word? The opposite of improve. Oh. De- makes the vibes deteriorate. Yeah. yeah. What is the opposite of improve? I can't to disprove. Yeah. Or like deprove. <laughs> but it's like improve. De-proof. Just make worse. <laughs> yep. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code POD. That's ShipStation.com with the code POD. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I will say I didn't love that, like, Timmy didn't want to keep living. Like, I felt like that. I think the message gets a little muddy there. It's like... I think it could have been clearer, not that he was like, I don't want to keep living. I think the intention was more like a respect of the life cycle. Yeah. I think it's just tricky when you have a gay character dying of AIDS. That's the thing. Who's like, I've like being a martyr basically for this story about straight people. Like it just felt like that to me. I was like, "Mm." it just. The optics optics aren't great. great. But I think that's something that that is a. Went a two thousands onward sensibility and not a nineteen ninety one sensibility. We're, yeah, we're co- yeah, that's us looking through the twenty twenty four lens, not the nineteen ninety lens. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Nineteen ninety one lens. This is a huge improvement on gay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so that part I was I was really sad when he died. I was really yeah really sad when he died. Um, I'm trying to think if I would have been as, fr- I think I would have been as frustrated as Linda of everyone just being like, just let her, you know, heal him. And it's like, but she's not. I think I would have been really frustrated because yeah. I, 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 I agree that like, I agree that like a great healing thing for grief and losing someone is realizing that like. All life ends. Yeah, all life ends. And like also that like because we've had each other in one moment, we've always had each other and that's like really beautiful. But I'm like, don't fucking tell me that when my friend literally just died. Like literally just died. (laughs) Moments ago, we watched him die. Ultimately, that might carry me through. Yeah, like months later. That's not what I need right, right now. now. I want to be fucking sad about my friend dying. That's a later discussion. Yeah. Because also, I mean, and maybe it's just that kind of thing doesn't work for me for grief. Like, and it works for others, but like it doesn't really. I don't think anybody wants to hear that right away. <laughs> yeah, like you that watch your friend like, take their last death like rattling The light goes, breath, yeah. <laughs> and then they're like but you've always had him and life does end for all of us. We all do die. And I'd be like, shut the fuck up. Shut up. (laughs) It's or like also what Michael didn't need to hear in that moment from the Lord was, was Timmy's last wishes were to see his mom again. And she comes out and he's like, but he didn't get to talk to his mom again. Like she's on the phone now. And, but he just missed her. That's so tragic. And she's like, he saw his mom. He saw me. I'd be like, Poof. yeah, no, I mean, <laughs> Shut the fuck I, I literally right would have punched her in the Shut face the instantly. <laughs> well, because that was like mother god energy to me. Because it's yes, like that was serious. Because like, also that it's like mom doesn't matter. Yeah, I matter. It's like very like centered on your experience. Yeah, yeah. Well, because also in the it's like no, he said he wanted to see his. He said mom. he wanted to see his mom, and that was what he wanted to see. 
but he didn't. He saw like, you. That's okay if like we're ha- when we're having like as if I'm Michael. We're having that discussion later, Sati, and I'm talking about it feels like relosing my mom who I lost yeah. a million years ago, and you're like like my my mother figure and comforting me. Fine. It's been many, yeah, many years. It's been like 20 the years. Immediate, the yeah. immediate death of Timmy. Immediately. <laughs> this is not comforting. No. When also- he wanted to see his, his fucking biological earth mother. Yeah. Well, and also, wasn't it also that like he went out and then he comes, he, that's how he learns she's de- he's dead. She's like, he died. And he's like, oh, but he, I have her on the phone. Like I, I, I have her on the phone. And yeah. she's like, he did see his mother. It was me. Like that, I- I would exactly I that. Do, I would instantly like punch her like, in the fucking fuck face. Fuck the fuck off, Sati. <laughs> like, even if you are God, yeah, fuck, fuck off. off right like, now. because I'm having Earth problems. Yeah, you're you're coming to me with like universe solutions for Earth problems. Yeah. get the fuck out. Yeah, because also yeah. like, I think I'm also of the inclination that like everything matters. Yes, yeah. you know. I think that's how I feel yeah. to it. That's why it's like, okay, we will talk. Like, yes. I'll come to that eventually. eventually. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Oh, fine. He's God. I'm God. We're all God. It's Great. Fucking fine. Right now I'm sad. Yeah. <laughs> fucking yeah. fine. But I'm sad. Yeah. I, let me be sad. And, and also, like, this little thing of me losing my friend conceptually in the universe still happened. Like, there is no, like, bigger yeah. or smaller matter. And it's like, this is... This is my reality right now. According to you, this is what I came to Earth to experience. I need to experience it as an Earthling, yeah. not as the ultimate being. Yeah. I'm not there yet. I'm not there right now. Certainly not That's right not now. I, I, my vibration is low. It's here. You, I need here level yes. comfort. And also, like, you literally just told me he died in the same sentence. Yeah. Like, I have just found I've out. I've just found out that he's dead. Fuck off. And I've been watching him dying for hours. Yeah. And ultimately, I've been watching him dying for, for years. years. For years. And you, you, you just, just showed up. You just fucking got here, babe. You don't even go here. <laughs> so that moment, like, truly, I just... <laughs> yes, I was like, shut okay. the fuck up, God. <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> yeah, I would have freaked out. Really freaked out in that moment. Um, It's like, yes, this was a weeks later yeah. conversation. <laughs> Talk to me weeks later. Um, she, In that moment, she's been like, I know, I'm so sorry, but he's gone. Yeah. I'm so sorry. And, and, and just hold him. Let him yes. cry. Yes. yes. Big hug, let him cry. Yes. And then weeks later, we'll have the whole discussion about how like, but don't worry. Like, because he, he saw, did see his mom. He was with me. He was yeah. with me. And and he found that to be enough in that moment. And then that is like, yeah, okay. Right. It, but right away, <laughs> no. No. Absolutely not. You should have more emotional intelligence for being God. Well, that's the thing. She's God. It's very like Dr. Manhattan. Like, I'm like, yes, 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 yes. I'm like, yes. I don't. On the moon. You're not on concerned. the moon right now. Your God is showing. I'm sorry. Like, this is a. Your God privilege is showing. showing. <laughs> I literally just lost my friend. Um, oh, there was something else. Something else. Oh, I was happy that Michael was able to also recognize at the end because this whole time he's like trying to get this business loan and like do this trucking thing because mm-hmm. he deep down thinks that if he gets this right he'll get linda back yeah that it's about money. yeah but it's not about money and success but it's not and like we never meet dick but i do not understand what linda sees in no. him because it sounds like he's awful if jenny doesn't like him if your child doesn't like your new partner 
That is huge red flag. Huge. Huge. And I mean, I know that like (laughs) Zoom just did this. Fucking Zoom. Stop it. Or Apple or whatever whatever it is. Don't fucking I I think I not once is it appropriately done the thumbs up bubble. No. Because I'm never going like, yay! And then boom. But it didn't even do it. it. What did you do? do Is it this? It only does it if like the thumb is like vaguely. Do two fingers up? Because I know when Ryan does two fingers up, all the balloons come down. (laughs) Oh, maybe it's double? What did you do? You were like talking. You were doing something with your hand. I think I was like doing like a, almost like a list, listing of. Yeah. One, two, three. Whatever. And I lost my turn. Sorry about that. (laughs) That's okay. Oh, if your child doesn't like like your new partner. Oh, yeah. I know that like particularly older kids and teenagers are going to be. They come into it. I'm not going to like them. Resistant. But there's a difference between I miss my real parent and I don't like this person. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And Jenny seems like she generally is like a very – She's a pretty open kid. Warm kid, open to new friends, open to, like, adults coming in and out of her life in general. Like, it seems like she's got a good read on people. Maybe listen to your daughter. Yeah. (laughs) The fact that she doesn't want you to – she doesn't like this person. Yeah. It's not just about losing her dad. It's that she seems not to like Dick. Well, also – Why is Linda marrying Dick? I do Well, also, Dick – remember when, like, she brings Dick to one of the meetings – and then she ends up not going again because she's like, oh, Dick doesn't like it. And I'm like, what What the fuck does that matter? You like it. You can go. Yeah. He doesn't have to. Or it's, it's like, seems like worse almost. She's like, I didn't want Dick ruining this for me. Yeah, well, she was like. And it's like, wow, he can't even like support you going to the meetings without him. Yeah. Like, I forget what the exact deal was like. They're in like couples counseling. You're not even married yet. I Come know. On. I know. What are you? What is this? My last marriage? Look, I understand that you. <laughs> my last one. <laughs> my last marriage. My previous my marriage. Previous marriage. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. So I don't, even though we don't really get to know Dick, I don't like him. What's to like? And I don't understand what Linda's problem is. Um. What else happens in this book? Not that much. No, it's mostly just discussions. Oh. Like three white. Oh, mm. I didn't love three that because the Gandhi thing. Her. I was like, he's racist. It felt weird. Well, I think he's he's supposed to be like the Dalai Lama. Oh, really? I thought he was Gandhi. No, Gandhi's dead. Gandhi's been dead. Was he dead in the nineties? Yeah. When did Gandhi die? Was he? I don't think he's supposed to be Gandhi. I think he's supposed to be the Dalai Lama. Was the Dalai? Oh my god. Nineteen forty-eight. <laughs> Yeah, uh, he is uh, of a very different period of history. <laughs> he was born in 1869. <laughs> was he Gandhi? Okay, wait, hold on. I'm going to look up who was the Dalai Lama in 1990. If it was the same. Tenzin Gyatso. Arc, right? So that's the other thing. I In the book, he's Indian. Well, it just says like, we're supp- he he thinks he knows who it is. It doesn't actually. No, but say it says that he speaks in Indian in Hindu, at one point. So I was yeah. like, was like speaks in some Indian language, probably Hindu. So I was like, right. but that's not the same. So I yeah, didn't know who he was. 
Because I think he is... The Dalai Lama now was the Dalai Lama in the 90s, right? Well, I'm looking. Tenzin Gyatso... Predecessor. Tenzin Gyatso was in office from 1963 to 13 June 1991. So, it's the 14th Dalai Lama. Oh, it's the same guy. But the third that's what I'm saying. The 13th Dalai Lama died in 1933. They didn't find... New Dalai Lama wasn't born until 1940. 1940 until present. Wait, so it says rain, 22 February 1940 to present. So he was... Or maybe he... He was the Dalai Lama since he was a baby? Do I not understand? I don't know what his date what of birth this, is. What? When was he born? I don't know, but it says his Let's reign. He was born. He was born in. He was selected born six July nineteen thirty seven. So no, he's older than that. His reign began in nineteen forty. He wasn't born in nineteen. Okay, but get this: he was born on six July nineteen thirty five. Okay. Yeah. So 1935, he was born, and his reign was in 1940. So he was five years old when he began being the Dalai Lama. Yeah. What the fuck? Well, he was select. He was actually only two. He was he was selected How? when he was two. How? And um, and and then assumed full temporal, aka political duties. I'm just reading off Wikipedia. Yeah. At 15, in 1950. Okay. So like somebody else was like. Running Dalai Lama things. Okay. Running Dalai um, things. I don't know. But don't how know do they know if are. you're a baby? So I don't know. There's him as a child. They, they, there's some something. I don't know. I don't know what the whole... The Panchen Lama had been investigating births of <laughs> unusual children in the area since the death of the 13th Dalai Lama. Uh, three boys he discovered and identified as candidates... Oh, the Dalai Lama is head of state of Tibet? I did not know yeah. that. I didn't know very little about the Two Dalai of his Lama. three candidates were crossed off the list, but the third, a fearless child, the most promising, was from Toxter Village, which, as in the vision, was on a hill at the end of a trail leading to Toxter from the Great Kumbu Monastery. They found a house where he lived, and then they just picked him. It is the Tulku tradition a distinctive and significant aspect of tibetan buddhism embodying the concept of enlightened beings taking corporeal forms to continue the lineage of specific teachings okay and then get this referred to an emperor or ruler taking human form on earth divine incarnation originated in tibet so for this how they picked him was they had the a team of Buddhist monks came and the leader, Sarah Lama, pretended to be a servant and he sat separately in the kitchen uh, and he held an old mala that had belonged to the 13th Dalai Lama. And the boy, age two, approached and asked right. for it. The monk said, if you know who I am, you can have it. And the child said, Sarah Lama, Sarah Lama, and spoke to him with a Lhasa accent in a dialect the boy's mother could not understand. Um, then they returned again and had their real purpose and they wanted to give him tests. They would show him pairs of objects, one of which belonged to the 13th Dalai Lama and one which had not. And in every case, he chose the Dalai Lama's own objects and rejected the others. See, here's the thing. That's fun. So you have to do freaky Yeah, you shit. have to do like little, like, <laughs> does the little ghost does child, the child choose the, the sword, the globe like, or the thing? Do they seem to remember things about their previous yeah. life in which they were... So and so. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. So then he, 
Yeah, okay. So then when he was four, he got a monastic name. And then he did his final exam at 23, and then he got the awards, and then now he's the Dalai Lama. <laughs> One of three supposed reincarnated Rinpoches in the same family. Yeah, they were. They had narrowed it down to three kids. Yeah. They knew what was there. Making everyone happy on vacation isn't easy. But you know what is? Going to Aruba. All you have to do is walk out your door to find pristine pools, relaxing white sand beaches, and an island teeming with outdoor activities that'll put a smile on any face. You won't just feel great, you'll all feel great, filled with a calmer, more peaceful vibe that radiates Aruba's warmth. And the best part is, it never fades. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your family trip at aruba.com. Also, I was talking to somebody about this when I went to a meditation talk and they were saying like the previous person like leaves a letter. Whoa. Saying where the next person is going to be. I think in this one there was like a vision. I don't know if that's the case with the Dalai Lama, but it was the case with the like Shambhala mm. Rinpoche. In this one, I think it was a vision that, but maybe he wrote it in a letter where he's like, it's going to be here and it's going to look like this and it's going to be this mm-hmm. gilded roof and blah, blah, blah. He's a cute little baby. He looks like – it's so funny, like, seeing a picture of him as a little child. He looks very similar to how he looks now. Yeah, he really looks like himself. Yeah. He also looks uh, dazed. Very dazed and out of it. He's like, hmm? hello? What am I doing here? Um, Amongst other omens – Weren't people trying to cancel the Dalai Lama? Do you remember that? Were they? Yeah. Because he was asking some kid to suck his tongue. Oh, yes. Or something weird with a tongue. Yeah. Well, he's, what was he that? stuck out his tongue and he said, can you kiss my tongue to the little kid? Yeah, it's not great. It's not great. <laughs> it's weird. <laughs> it's weird. But I think Especially he's just weird. Like a strange kid. But he's like... No. Dude was chosen as like a three-year-old. No, no, no. He did this as an adult. Man, now. No, no, no. I'm saying he was chosen as a three-year-old and has lived a very unusual life since then. So he, like, may not understand what is normal. I know. And I feel like everything he does, everyone's like, like, that's amazing. You know what I mean? He's surrounded by yes men. (laughs) Yeah, probably. Um, I just can't imagine. Has he actually said stuff that's wise? I've never read a Dalai Lama book. Because I just can't imagine, like. I think it's being told always that everything I say is wise and, like, teachable, you know? Yeah, I can't imagine what this would do to your brain to be told that this is who you are your entire your life. Your entire life, that you were cho- that you are a reincarnation. That's wild. I'm like, look, I'm not saying I know that he isn't, but still, even if he is, that would change your brain. Like Elf King. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, compassion for animals. A Marxist. I mean, I agree with him on a lot of stuff. Oh, interesting. Uh, I mean, he's. Ba- I think he's basically saying what Sati is saying. Just <laughs> like love and joy. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I could say that. Yeah, I could say. That. I could be. I could. I could so start a <laughs> mother. Mother Lindsay. I'd be really good at it. Mother, mother Lindsay. Lindsay. I would choose a fun new name too. Oh yeah, me too. Yeah, I wouldn't just. Mother Lindsay. Andromeda. <laughs> Mother Andromeda. 
Hello, welcome to Mother Andromeda. <laughs> I'm just picturing you like as a creepy spider lady. Mother Andromeda film. <laughs> Mother Andromeda. What would your religion be? My called? religion? Um I don't know. I have no desire to start a religion. Maybe it's like um it, I think it would just be okay, called well, we we know that you're Mother Andromeda. I'm Mother Andromeda, but I think it would be called just be here. I was like, I don't know, just like be mm, here. Okay. You know, like in the world. Just be in the world. But you would call your religion. Yeah, that? just be here. What? Like All Andromedism? Right. <laughs> yeah, something like oh, that. Andromedism. <laughs> or I'm um, not good at copy editing. We know this. <laughs> <laughs> sure you are. You're a good writer. <laughs> You'd be Okay, Mother Andromeda and your religion is uh, you, you teach the Galaxinas. The ga- yeah, the, the followers of the Galaxinas. <laughs> the Galaxinas. Or is that the yeah, doctrine? the volumes of the Galaxinas. Okay. Um, but yeah, the, your doctrine is called, like, or you, you teach the Galaxinas. That, that's your, like, scriptures are called the Galaxinas. Okay, so my texts. And yeah, your texts are the Galaxinas. And your religion is, uh, <laughs> I was going to say your religion is called Galax. <laughs> um <laughs> Which is very funny because I called something in my unannounced show, The Galaxy Institute. Oh, really? That's funny. So it's just like <laughs> yeah, top I of mind. I, I like mm-hmm. walked my way back to something that already existed in my brain. All right. So you, um, your your pupils are called Star Children. Oh, Star <laughs> Star Childs. She oh she calls herself the Starlight Crystal in this. She does. I to, saw that. Uh, which gets brought back because that first appears as a video game in christopher pike see you later and then it is the title obviously of his book that brought us together to do this podcast isn't it also a book like the name of a book book? of in a book is it a book or is it a video game it's a video game in see you later (laughs) yeah yeah and then it's the it's the video game that he um mark wrote um or made wrote i don't know programmed um yeah, Mark programmed the Starlight Crystal in See You Later, and it is the title of the book that we realized we were both fans of and that yeah. started this podcast. The Starlight Crystal. Gave me mm-hmm. such existential freakoutism when I was a child, but I liked <laughs> stuff like that. Like, I liked stuff that made me freak out when I was a kid. <laughs> the Starlight Crystal is basically Christopher Pike's Siddhartha. Mm-hmm. I loved that book. I think that was like a perfect combination of story and also like philosophy because it wasn't a person philosophizing it was like a really good allegory well she was very often philosophized too that's true that's true but like and then she in the end is like she becomes doing that yeah Yeah. um man i remember being so disturbed by the book i still remember like laying like because i would like lay on the ground in my childhood bedroom and like read christopher pike books that and scavenger hunt be like so scared reading these books <laughs> this book was not scary sati was not scary at all there's no horror <laughs> elements at all um i never found starlit crystal scary but i read it when i was older i read it probably when i was like starlit eight crystal? or nine and i i was scared more by the like because tem gets exploded Mm. And I was yeah, there there are violent parts. To I the think book. I was just like disturbed yeah. by the fact that like it there's no escape from that because like when she comes back, it, what is it like? She comes back and she realizes he exploded. And I I remember just being like, what the fuck that can happen to a main character? 
think it was 96, so that means I was, and I was reading it when it was new. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Nice. Because I was already reading them by that point. So I, how old was I? March 1st, 96. <laughs> you are six years older than me and I was eight. 14. Yeah. I think I was 14. About to turn. Let's see. I was 13. I was 13 about to turn 14. Because yeah. I was eight in that year. And I think I read it when I was nine or eight. Uh, no, I would have been nine because we were in the new house. Yeah. I think I'm, I'm like overthinking the math. Because I think I'm bad at math, it makes me bad at math. Well, 89, 90, 91, I was 13 about to turn 14. Yeah, if, I'm eight, if I was eight and you're six years older than me, though. So, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, I so mean, I was imagine reading that at nine. Scared. And I think you might have yeah, been I more read disturbed. Monster at like nine yeah. or ten. <laughs> I was so yeah. disturbed by that. Yeah. I mean, it opens with a girl shooting all her friends at a yeah. party. So disturbing. But like so fun <laughs> to read that I stuff. love Monster. I would love to adapt Monster. Mm. It'd be a hard one, but. I mean, I, w- I wanted fun. to adapt Starlight Crystal, and that's also a very difficult, like, ex- yeah, maybe impossible. Hard. Or can it be done? It'd be hard. Um, it's hard to, to tell a, a Buddha story. Yeah. Or it's just. Have you seen Little Buddha starring Keanu Reeves? No. Is it old? <laughs> he, he He's playing Buddha. It's 90s. How weird. I think it's called Little Buddha. Yeah, 93. <gasps> it's about finding a reborn oh. teacher. Interesting. But they flash back like to the actual, like to Siddhartha and Keanu Reeves is playing <laughs> Siddhartha. <laughs> is it supposed to be funny? No, 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 no. This is a very serious movie. How weird. Chris Isaac is in it. Bridget Fonda is in it. Huh. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that was the book. I mean, honestly, like it was a pretty quick read and it felt like very calming to read it. So if you're just like looking, if you're looking I for happier after I, I did too, it. actually, I like woke up today with like a, a renewed sense of vigor. Um, and maybe it's partially due to that. I don't know. My horoscope was also saying. That'd be nice. Like that. You know what my horoscope said to me today, Lindsay? What? It said, I'll just read it to you because I was like, oh, my freaky. Where you? Where do you, you usually get your horoscope? I use Sanctuary. Mm, it's right. like shockingly accurate. I was used to read um, Chani Nic- Nicholas. Uh-huh. Ch- um, but I, I stopped vibing with the horse or like being as impressed by the writing of them a while back. And then I realized that she wasn't the one writing them anymore. It's like somebody on staff Well, then now, that explains like, well, things. No wonder. Um, oh, actually this was yesterday's. Um, and this was literally Lindsay, like you and I having a discussion. Listen. Rediscovering your voice as Mercury and Chiron harmonize, a confidence in your creative talents returns. Express yourself. Imposter syndrome is real, but why compare yourself to others? Don't downplay your gifts. Your vision is unique. You're the only one who can tell your story. Hell yeah. And that was literally yesterday when like we were copy editing a thing that I was you, yeah. trying to write like a biotype thing about myself. I was like, yeah, you're not asking for a favor. Yeah, it was crazy. I was like, what the freaky? Isn't that wild? <laughs> Here's my... Here's my rising sign Scorpio daily horoscope from (laughs) ChawneeNicholas.com. 
Over the upcoming weeks, shine some love on your inner black sheep. No matter what your relationship is with your family, chosen family, or sense of home, send compassionate witnessing to any aspects of you that feel neglected. Give yourself permission to hash out underappreciated brilliant ideas from your childhood, indulge in odd self-care rituals, or even temporarily distance yourself from those closest to you. Ladling sweetness onto your scrappier alter egos helps you integrate <laughs> and reemerge radiantly whole. That's so cute. That is cute. Right? It's it's I don't know. I I used to go, oh, yes, this but is it doesn't feel this is me, this is right. But now I'm just like, well, that's like a lot of nice drivel right <laughs> it, i thought it was sweet <laughs> it but. is sweet it is sweet but i'm like what are you actually talking about it just got a you lot know what more it was like, a little bit uh, hemming like and hawing sites it was trying mm -hmm. to have two things because it was like oh like embrace that and yeah, like my inner black yeah sheep. and it's like oh reach out to people but then also like maybe you need to not be near them i'm like well then what is it because that seems like you're trying it's to like, have everyone uh, it'd be true for everyone yeah, I'm like, I don't actually know what you're saying. And that's like been more, most horoscopes by my reaction to. And I never used to have that reaction mm. to a, a Johnny Nicholas horoscope. And now I do feel more that way. Interesting. And I think it's because there's somebody different writing them because she got she got so huge that she has a staff now. Yeah. And I just don't vibe with the new writer as much. Dude, the, the video that I sent you, the woman, um, what was her name? It was crazy. Oh, yeah. I started to watch some of her, but I didn't. Did you not connect? Uh, I wasn't connecting with it as much. Also, uh, it, she, she like, specifically target, like, singles. Oh. Like, these are for singles. Weird, because mine was not about that. I thought, oh, maybe you were watching, I think maybe her monthlies aren't. Yeah. But her oh, weeklies are targeted really? to singles. So that doesn't that apply to me then. There you go. But you were probably watching. The I was only. I only maybe, watched the maybe monthly isn't. One. Yeah. What was her name again? Oh yeah, Baba Jolie. Baba Jolie. But the yeah, because the monthly one to me seemed much more geared towards people in relationships. I was like, damn. What about people that are single? Oh yeah, because she does twin flame and she does twin flame. Yeah, she uses the term twin flame. <laughs> interesting choice are you a part of that <gasps> is baba jolie a part of the twin flame universe <laughs> no way i don't know but she says twin flame in all of her videos but remember how twin flame like celebrities were using that term before yeah. too it is it's a i'm i'm not saying for sure but it maybe the question uh-oh <laughs> i don't know i don't know i don't know i don't know is she a twin flames Scorpio, person? Scorpio, a moment in the soul can last forever. The inner battle to let love win. Which cult let, are love you has won. <laughs> Love has won. Mother God. Mother God. Mother God and twin flame. Damn, this pick one. This is having it all. <laughs> you, really may, you really can have it all. <laughs> you um, really can be all of it. <laughs> you really can be in every single cult. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, thank you so much for listening, everybody. We mm -hmm. hope that you enjoyed the episode. Um... I, I, I would say recommend read this. this book. Yeah. If, if you like self-help and you like reading about meditation, um, you will like this book probably. Mm -hmm. <laughs> probably. <laughs> what? <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, we really appreciate everybody. Um, thank you uh, to our Patreon listeners, patreon.com slash teencreeps. We have a lot of cool stuff. For example, you can see us and uh, you can see us in our home because uh, if you join Patreon, you can then see ghosts and we're ghosts in your home. Um, 
We appear in your home uh, through astral projection for the right amount of money. <laughs> for the right amount of money, baby. <laughs> um, and uh, there's also tons of other cool stuff on there. Uh, and a very special shout out um, to our Patreon producers who give at the $15 a month level. Um, thank you. Somebody doesn't have the list open here. Yeah, okay, 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 okay. I have it, I have it, I have it. I have it. <laughs> okay, you go first, though. <laughs> Thank you, Adam Halwitz. Amanda K. Amy T. Ann Dwyer. Caitlin L. Casey S. Courtney McPhail. Danielle Lamana. Drew Oranis. Ellie Lagos. Elizabeth E. Emma. Erica T. Aaron B. Gabriella Santiago. Gwendolyn Ludovic. Hannah L. Jeffrey L. Jeremy Cronk. Jeremy Goodfellow and Marco Pavlicich. Jesse T. Jessica Smith-Harper. Jessica Yu. Jonathan Venable. Kat Miller. Keith Anderson. Kelly Burns. Carrie N. Landry Desmond. Larry Nguyen. Laura Hooper. Maddie M. Megan Lozier. Melanie M. <laughs> Melody. <laughs> Micah Yunus. <laughs> Miguel Camacho. Molly G. Molly Marks. Noah Spargo. Rachel C. Randy Glatt. Rebecca Goss. Robert F. Rogue Kalahua. Sarah Wallen. Sasha Gibson. Sylvie T. Victoria Beck. And Whitney E. Thank you. Thanks, everyone. We really appreciate you. We will see you all next week. Until then, keep it creepy. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Kelly Nugent, Lindsay Katai, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram, at Forever Dog Team, and liking our page on Facebook.